Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome to the Driving More Show. Hi, I'm Paul. I'll be your host this evening. And it's been a solo show this evening as, uh, yeah, none of the other guys can make it, unfortunately. A little bit different one tonight on the old uh, red wine um, rather than the beer. But hey, um, yeah, I uh, got a bottle of Graham Norton. Um, Shiraz was already open, so I thought I'd better uh, be uh, polishing that um, one off. So what are we going to talk about tonight? Well, we've also got... Uh, um, some super rugby as we head towards the pointy end of the season. Um, there's been um, uh, some, uh, uh, we'll go through the sort of rugby and news as well um, around that. Um, and uh, might even have a quick chat about the uh, Nations Cup and all that kind of stuff that uh, World Rugby are trying to do as well. But um, let's say uh, in the kind of news side of things, um, congratulations to the uh, Black Ferns. Um, who won the uh, World 7 Series um, at the weekend uh, in Toulouse. I should see who won the men's event. Um, as it's not in the newspaper, I'm guessing that um, it wasn't um, New Zealand on that one. Um, but um, yeah, on the uh, was on the men's side of things. So a quick look. Um, Fiji beat Ireland in the final. I mean, congratulations to Ireland making it the final. Fantastic um, result. Then it shows how they're growing um, the game over there, unsurprising seeing Fiji win, um, let's uh, be honest um, with um, that one. Um, and then, uh, yeah, the Black Ferns, uh, uh, Sevens beating um, the uh, Australians in the final. And um, so congratulations to them um, on that one. Um, the uh, ex-New um, Zealand rugby's Brett Impey um, has left and gave a bit of an interview on his way out. Uh, and uh, so he had no regrets. And your boy, oh boy, how, uh, um, geez, just how disconnected is he um, from uh, the fan base and from reality? Uh, the way that they, you know, once Steve Chu left and he became kind of the spokesperson uh, after that, um, and the, sort of the aggressive nature that's uh, the whole sort of uh, way that um, New Zealand rugby changed its way of doing business under Steve Chu, it all been very, all done quietly uh, behind the doors and you announced stuff when it was complete um, with them. Brent Impey, uh, there was lots more aggressive stuff in the media, um, fighting with the Players Association, fighting with the um, 
Australia rugby. Um, yeah, you got to say, or Australia, sorry. Um, yeah, not, uh, I think uh, it just shows how disconnected he was and how he thinks he is right. Um, boy, oh boy. Uh, let's hope we uh, get back to a uh, more uh, cooperative way of working than, uh, than that. Um, good evening, Simon Hughes, who has joined us in the uh, live chat, uh, who um, uh, says that uh, over in the um, Premier League of South America, um, the uh, Chilean team beat the Jaguares uh, in the semi-finals there. Um, and uh, so congratulations to them um, on that one. Uh, Simon says, yeah, Brent, <laughs> Brent Simpy was the uh, worst chairman for New Zealand rugby. Wow, um, I, I must—I'll be honest—I don't have a history of chairman in the uh, New Zealand rugby, and um, I guess they're not generally supposed to be the public face of um, rugby, so you're not supposed to see them too much on um, that one. So yeah, I'd uh, yeah, kind of bad when you do see them. Um, and uh, I'll just mention that today, Pocock being elected to the Australian Senate. Yeah, we're not really kind of doing politics on the show, trying to avoid that. Um, but um, clearly, politics and sports can't be. Um, totally separate and congratulations to David Pocock on that um, getting in as uh, an independent um, on uh, in, in that one. Also out of Australia, um, and I'm looking at the wrong screen, uh, this probably have so many screens. Um, great to hear about Australia A participating in the Pacific Nations Cup in July. So they'll be playing uh, Fiji or Samoa, Fiji and Tonga in that order. Uh, games in Samoa and Fiji, not in Tonga, unfortunately. Um, for that one, but uh, good to see uh, them playing those teams. A bit of a shame, really, the July window, which is when the European teams tour. So you've got an island obviously coming to uh, New Zealand, England going to Australia, um, Wales going to South Africa, uh, Scotland heading down to Argentina, France over to Japan. I forgot where Italy is going now. But um, yeah, a bit of a shame they haven't got a, uh, a tier one uh, a tier, uh, uh, nation going through the uh, Pacific Islands, but. Um, and uh, I'd rather see Pacific Nations Cup being played in either the Six Nations window or the uh, Rugby Championship window to give them that regular rugby every year. But um, look, good to see um, Australia A uh, get, getting run out against those teams anyway. Uh, not perfect, but say um, uh, better than, uh, than, what, uh, than what could have happened uh, in that point of view. Uh, Pacific Nations Cup, um, Australia A used to be a part of this um, uh, back in... Uh, uh, back in uh, 07 and 08, where they came second in both times to uh, first of the Junior All Blacks and then the New Zealand Mario, the Mario All Blacks nowadays um, there. So, um, the, so yeah, Pacific Nations Cup taking a different, another format yet again, um, as it uh, seems to get uh, mixed up every single year. Um, so good to see, anyway, good to see that, that uh, uh, those extra games um, there for uh, Fiji, Samoa um, and... Um, uh, and Tonga um, there. Um, the uh, uh, and as some of you mentioned there, that Scotland are stopping off to yes, anyway, having a game in Chile um, as well, which is good to see. A bit like Ireland are playing the Mary All Blacks here in New Zealand in midweek games. They're doing something similar for the Chile game um, there uh, with uh, Scotland, um, which is uh, good to see that we're getting those midweek games now. Um, a bit more regularly, really. Uh, we uh, see them occasionally. I mean, Wales played the uh, Chiefs some way um, back 
there with that one. Um, as a reviewer says, he thinks it's Scotland A, though. Yeah, I'm a bit, it'll be interesting to see how Ireland treat the Maori All Blacks games. Do they just say it's an Ireland 11? Because that's one. It's not going to be the test side. It's not going to be, it's not going to be a caps game, um, or do they call it the Irish Wolfhounds, which is their, um, which is the Ireland A team? Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how Ireland uh, brand. I guess that's what it is really. At the end of the day, you know, the same players playing um, the games against Maori All Blacks, as you say, yeah, Scotland A um, against Chile. Because obviously, the if it's a midweek game, uh, it is not your first choice team um, there in that one. Um, which doesn't mean it means it's a non-cap game. So yeah, so good to see there's these extra games going on now in these midweek win in these in the, in the mid-year talk um, spots. Talking of that, um, the uh, Nations Cup has come up again, and yeah, it seems like a good time to talk about as we headed down this international um, route. I'll just wet the whistle first with a bit of Shiraz wine. Um, so the Nations Cup. Um, the has changed slightly from the last time it got uh, um, uh, suggested. So previously, uh, it would have included um, Six Nations games, July games, the Rugby Championship games, um, with them two teams added to the Rugby Championship, um, and also um, the uh, what do you call it, and the November internationals as well, um, with everybody everybody playing everyone else once, either home or away. Uh, that's now being changed in the new what new uh, with that what's with promotion relegation then from uh, the uh, Six Nations and the Rugby Championship. Uh, now that's been changed now, so that Six Nations games and the Rugby Championship games won't be included. What they're going to there's going to be is going to be two conferences: um, the European Conference, which will have initially um, the uh, Six Nations teams in there, obviously England, Ireland, Scotland, Wales, um, France, and Italy. Um, but there will be promotion and relegation from that conference but not from the six nations okay so the only games that are in part of the uh, the new nations cup whatever it's going to be called um, are the july international games and the november ones um, as well so the rugby championship isn't included then there would be the uh, southern or the rest of the world uh, even though they call it north and south um ones um which uh, means that uh, which will be and in that conference you will have um new zealand uh, Australia, South Africa, Argentina, Japan, and Fiji is being proposed um, on this one. Um, and then Simon says, yeah, does that mean that Six Nations teams are playing each other twice? Just a question. No, it does not. Because what that means is everyone in the European or the, the Northern Conference will play every team in the Southern Conference once, either with three games in that July window and three games in that November window. But they'll have a, a, a Northern table um, so basically, you're being ranked against teams you don't play. Uh, and then you'll have the uh, Southern Hemisphere or, or, or Rest of the World uh, Conference, which, again, they will, the, they, the, uh, the, the Rugby Championship games do not count. So it's only games um, against. So New Zealand, for example, we will get points for playing England, Ireland, Scotland, Wales, France and Italy, but no points for their games against South Africa during the Rugby Championship or Australia, for example. Uh, but yet will be in a table against those teams. And then the top two teams from those two conference conferences will then play in a final. Now, the big hurdle being that um, fourth rugby, uh, that fourth extra window uh, for a fourth game in November um, that uh, doesn't exist currently. So there needs to be one more window for international games. Uh, also, the relegation games will take place during uh, that window as well. So the bottom team from each conference will play off 
Um, so in Europe, that would be against like a Georgia or a Romania, something like that. Whereas uh, uh, the uh, bottom team, which would probably be, let's be honest, Fiji or Japan would play off against either something like the USA or Samoa, um, whoever win, whoever tops that uh, um, the, the sort of the second tier competition there. To me, uh, look, we've had confusing conference systems before in Super Rugby, and it didn't go down too well. Let's be honest. Um, and to me, this uh, unfortunately smacks of that. Um, I'm not sure you need an extra an extra final um, at the end of all of this either. Um, but I mean, the whole point of this is to make it more relevant and make the games more, uh, therefore, um, more appealing for viewers. But if viewers can't understand the competition, then are you really going to achieve that? We'll have to wait and see. Remember, the competition only happens every other year. Um, so... Uh, uh, in, on the even years, it's basically years that don't have a World Cup and don't have a Lions tour. Um, so it's not, uh, it doesn't, so again, you, it's, it, at least the scarcity is there, um, which uh, is probably a, which I think is a good thing. It does mean that these tours that we're seeing now, like Ireland coming to New Zealand for three games and adding in those Mario All Blacks games, those will disappear and only happen every four years during the, um, Lions tours, which basically means only France become the proper tour, um, become a, a touring country, Italy to a lesser degree, uh, and then all the other teams, England, Ireland, Scotland, Wales, for example, are being part of um, uh, the uh, um, uh, part of what do you call it? Part of the uh, the Lions, so don't tour properly um, during that year. Um, so. Uh, yeah, so it's 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 a once every other year thing. So it's not so. I guess people uh, the scarcity of those games make which which, uh, which will increase interest. I think is a good idea um, on that point of view. Uh, Simon puts in the live chat there that he has to disagree. People like USA Sports and they have based on conferences. You don't always have to understand how a uh, how to how a sports works. Um, look, I get it, but at least in the in all the USA confer uh, conferences. Um, you are ranked against teams. You, you have in-conference games. Um, and so you're ranked against your other teams that you, you play in your conference. Sure, there are crossover games as, as well, but you're ranked against teams you play in your own conference. Um, the only time we've seen this kind of approach where you're playing against teams that aren't in your conference, uh, I think there's a Pacific Nations Cup that did it that was based in the US, based in uh, um, North America. Um, and uh, the old LV Cup, or which was basically the... Uh, um, the reserves kind of cup that was held held by in uh, by the Premiership teams. Um, this idea of, of, of having a conference where you don't play teams in your own conference, I think, is the problem. I think that's what will that, that's what will confuse people. It's like, oh, what we're going to play England, but if we win, we're not ranked against England. We're ranked ranked against South Africa, who we don't play. How does that kind of work? Uh, and to me, that's the confusing side of things. Um, now we'll have to wait and see how that all pans out. Um, Maybe they can put the razzmatazz around it. Perhaps they can do the marketing well, uh, and it will work. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't think it's a great start to how this uh, to, to to this to this format. Personally, I'm not, I'm not a fan um, straight from the off. And so yeah, there's my opinions on that uh, side of things. Let's crack on into the uh, weekend of rugby. And we kicked off on uh, Friday with the uh, Crusaders versus the Drua. Um, uh, was uh, over at Archman's house for um, this one. And uh, look, his 10-year-old son says, oh, look, the game's all over already. Um, as I think it was, Seru Reese scored 
in uh, um, the first couple of minutes. And yes, it was. I mean, 61 3. Um, sorry, Leicester Fang Nuku scored um, after two minutes and Ruiz picked up two scores later in the game. Um, but uh, yeah, 61 3. Uh, this one game was over before it really started, um, to be honest. Um, so uh, yeah, Fergus Burke uh, notching, uh, knocking over eight um, conversions there. Um, uh, for not from nine of the tries. Uh, look, it's great to see Fiji and Drua in this competition, but let's be honest, that wasn't a game that um, it's a game that we switched off. We, we left it on in the background, but we didn't really pay attention to it. We were just talking most of the time um, on uh, uh, that one, to be honest. Uh, that was followed up by the Reds versus Moana Pacifica, finished off this one um, 34 to 22, um, which uh, um, fortunately makes it sound uh, perhaps a little bit closer uh, than uh, uh, than it really was with that try um, after the uh, on, 80, on 18 minutes um, to uh, to make things a bit closer. Uh, look, it was 24-10 at half time, um, and uh, whilst Monaco did get the first try after the half, it uh, was then all reds as it went out to 34-15. Um, so um, well done to the uh, Reds picking up their first win. Um, since the Melbourne round, um, but so uh, with news that James O'Connor is back out injured for the rest of the Super Rugby season, um, it's not boding well um, for the Reds. Let's be honest; he's perhaps the most important, one of the most important players in Super Rugby because of the drop off from him to his replacement. Um, and Reds don't really have um, a, a backup um, ten. I've seen some tweets out there suggesting they should take one of the uh, Tars ones because the Tars seem to have a stack of tens. Of young tens at the moment uh, um, are looking to try and get in to um, that side. So um, maybe that's a thing for, for Australian, or the um, rugby Australia to, to think about there uh, is balancing all of that. So um, Moana Pacifica now, uh, I don't know, are they, were, were they thinking about their next game on Tuesday night against the force? Um, I, uh, um, not sure about that, and we'll have to, to wait and see. I mean, with um, looking at uh, um, their um, lineup with players like Scopi Capu, Sammy Slade, um, you've got um, uh, Time Stowers in there, uh, Solomon Kata, you've got Danny Tawala, um, Felix Van Arway, Christian Lee Look, that's not a resting team um, in that one. Um, a couple of centers there, maybe now um, that they've been rotating, um, but um, with Henry Tafu um, on the bench who captained them um, earlier. In the uh, uh, earlier in the season, um, and um, Levi Moore not uh, not select there. But apart from that, I say this is not a um, uh, this was not a big resting uh, players uh, ahead of the uh, Tuesday's game. So we have to see um, how that one um, pans out. But um, look, I'll be at the game on uh, uh, Tuesday night, and one of the things I will be um, talking at with the um, uh, what's wrong with the with, with head coaches? Kind of like how does he um, sort of rank or rate uh, how they've progressed during the season? Look, it can't be on um, just um, results. I think this has been a successful season for um, Moana Pacifica. Um, so uh, look, I don't think uh, uh, it's just going to come down to um, to points. But yeah, this one the Reds had in the bag. Now remember, Reds champions of Super Rugby AU last year. Sure, they. Uh, they are thin in a couple of positions and there's an injuries um, to the Tongan Thor um, and also to Jock uh, really have have have, uh, have been a problem for them 
And Jock, James O'Connor, obviously back for this game. Um, but I say he's out again um, next um, next week. Well, for the rest of the season um, on that. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Um, Chiefs versus the uh, Western Force. I was at this game at FMG Stadium at um, the weekend. And uh, uh, the Chiefs jumping out to a 21 um, nil lead um, with this one. Yeah, the Western Force not met, uh, if they got the score in half time, maybe uh, they'd have got themselves back into it. It'd be a bit different. Uh, but uh, in the end, 54 to 21, um, the Chiefs happy with the kind of victory, perhaps not happy um, with um, all of their execution. Um, the, uh, this one, the restarts by the Western Force, they won a lot of those. Um, so definitely areas for the um, uh, for the Chiefs um, to uh, to work on um, in this one, um, but uh, look, they've dominated uh, territory uh, in particular. They played in the right part of the pitches, uh, the right parts of the pitch, um, and uh, that uh, caused uh, the force problems. And uh, they were very very um, uh, unhappy. Uh, that one you can see. And I'll, I'll just put a video up of the uh, post match. Um, Interviews, just one question I asked about how the team will recover for uh, Tuesday's game. You can just see the body language, um, how uh, upset and angry, well, not really angry, but how upset they are um, with their um, with their performance. Yes, on, on tour, you have a, a limited squad. Uh, how difficult is that going to be coping with three games or, or coping with another game in just uh, you know, like four days, Captain? Is that how, I mean, you know, how are you guys going to recuperate in just those, in those couple of days with just a small squad? Footy players is, a, is our profession and uh, it's what we love doing is playing footy so it actually means less training and, and um, just getting out there and, and getting stuck into it so um, you know we're actually quite positive about um, having a bit more uh, time out there on the field playing. Yeah, this, I mean, we, we call it Storm Week over here. Um, the, 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 some of the players prefer to have Storm Week because there's less training so is that going to be kind of part of it? Is it yeah, look guys, let's just get back in there and get, uh, and get stuck in? Yeah, that's right. That's the way we've got to look at it. We've got to look at it from a um, positive perspective and then uh, how we can grow through um, this, this challenge of three games within you know, the space of um, you know, a week virtually. Um, so, yeah, we're actually looking forward to it. Great. Well, uh... so, yeah, so there we go. I, I, you see, trying to sound positive, but even though he's using the words positive, there's no positiveness in his voice. Um, in that one, um, look, it's tough, tough for them. Let's be honest. Uh, Tim Sampson knows. Well, has already been replaced. All so the players know that. He knows that he's not around next season. Um, they were out of the uh, 
the running for the playoffs. Uh, and so it becomes very difficult as to how how do you handle the rest of that season? Do you uh, try and, um, once you're out of the playoffs, do you try and bring it, build for next season? Well, you can't really because you're not the head coach next season. But you can't be playing for playoffs. So there's not really much to play for. Uh, I can imagine that's a very difficult situation um, to be running uh, the Western Force. And I've been a bit of a, a bit of a kind of mess um, since um, that. Uh, uh, not not a mess. I think they, they, they've sunk down since um, uh, that, that kind of announcement and sort of being out of the playoffs. They started the season well, um, but uh, clearly um, haven't uh, have not pushed on in the way that I think some of us thought they might do or hoping they would have done, having had a proper pre-season um, for the um, first time of the, uh, of the piece. Um, uh, so I asked, is there any news as to the, going to the next head coach of the Western Force? Yes, it's Cron, um, who is uh, going to be the, um, uh, the Western Force's um, head coach. Um, so Simon Cron is, uh, uh, will, be, um, will be the new head coach next year. Uh, which I think is so. so uh, I mean, he'd already been named. What uh, I think that was towards the end of March, um, which was uh, yeah, kind of not the sort of thing that we that happens in um, rugby generally. Um, the uh, the 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 way that um, normally happens. I mean, look, you, you basically the, the, someone like um, uh, Brown at uh, down at the Highlanders. Look, we know his contract's running out. And he says he's not going to get renew. He's not renewing it. Um, so you kind of leave that way. You don't generally have the. That generally doesn't work when the next person um, has been named in that one. Uh, yeah, the force could have three results go their way to get into eighth, but it's highly, highly unlikely. Um, those three games, folks, are this Tuesday night: um, one Pacifica versus Western Force. The first off, they need to win that game. Um, they then um, need. Um, to uh, beat the uh, Hurricanes over in Perth and for the Highlanders to lose to the uh, Rebels um, the uh, following that game as well. And the Highlanders will know what they need to do um, to uh, to make sure they get in that top eight. So um, first off, yeah, the Rebels do need to win um, both of those games. Um, they're on 16 points currently, um, so trailing the Highlanders by six points. Um, so they need to win that, both those games and also for the Highlanders to lose um, as well. So, look, I can't really see um, that happening. Um, let's uh, be honest, because the Rebels have not been um, very good either. So, look, um, it's, um, uh, yeah, we're looking at, uh, as you say, uh, quite unlikely. Mathematically, yes, they can do it, but we're looking at miracles for them. Um, let's um, be honest and uh, I think Tuesday night's game against Moana is going to be a really interesting to see how uh, uh, definitely, I mean, Moana definitely in with a shout uh, for this game. I thought they might rest a few more players for that game um, over uh, against the Reds to be ready for Tuesday, but uh, clearly that's not the approach um, that, uh, that that they've taken um, on that one. Um, it was also um, uh, Peter Gassauer-Kula's uh, 50th game. Um, I have uh, got to interview him afterwards, uh, talk about what it means to him um, to, to play 50 games for the Chiefs. Um, I'll put that up on the um, New Zealand Sports Radio Patreon page um, this uh, evening. Um, so do um, head over there to um, patreon.com forward slash enter sport radio uh, to see Peter Gus Sarkula, um talking about his um, 50 caps um, for the uh, Chiefs. Um, and then you can help me uh, help fund 
using a sport radio so we can actually afford to buy cameras, um, etc. Um, and microphones. Uh, Stephen Harris has been doing some great work getting around the uh, uh, the Auckland club scene. Um, and we would love to be able to get him a tripod and a better camera um, so that he can cover those games um, a bit better. So if you would like to help that, then please head over to patreon.com forward slash NZ Sports Radio. Um, after that, then, we had the um, Hurricanes up against um, the Melbourne Rebels. This one finished 45-22. Again, the Hurricanes dominated um, possession and territory. The Rebels not helping themselves out with 70% on their line-out um, on this one. Um, I was driving for this um, this game, so I didn't actually see this one. Um, but um, look, with it being 26-8 at half-time, uh, yeah, I think that this game um, was uh, well and truly over um, early doors. Um, and let's be honest, uh, a try after Rebels scored first after half-time, but that brought it back to a 26-15. But the... Um, uh, the uh, the Hurricanes just pulled away from there um, with um, that one. Um, Jordy Barrett back into um, the uh, 12 jersey. Uh, this will be interesting to see uh, how that impacts his All Blacks selections and whether this has been um, something that the All Blacks have requested um, or whether this is or something that he... I mean, he's talked previously about wanting to play 12 long-term and sees that as, as his position um, rather than fullback. So it's going to be interesting to see uh, what that means further on. But I'll be honest, uh, look, a, a, a result we expected. Um, and uh, of the um, four games so far, none of them really um, were that surprising. And this round really was probably one of the one of the uh, more predictable rounds, he says, um, except that he then went and got um, a couple of games wrong towards um, the end. Um, the... Uh, because we then had the Brumbies versus the Blues. Cracking, a good game, this one. Um, tense all the way through. Uh, the Blues dominated um, possession and territory, um, 62%, 69%. They had more run metres. Um, the uh, the Brumbies gave up 16 penalties, only five by the Blues. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think we had both sides complaining about the refereeing and uh, what was and wasn't being allowed um, to, uh, to get away with um, in this one. The Blues scrum, they'll be worried about that one. They only won 10 out of 17, 58%. That's one of the, that's, that's an appalling um, record at some um, scrum time there uh, in that one, especially when you think about the All Blacks props and stuff um, that uh, they have got. Uh, so, look, the Blues snuck over the line with a uh, drop goal after the hooter. Does this suddenly mean that New Zealand teams know how to uh, get that droppy? No, look, it was under advantage. Uh, and I think that's probably the only reason uh, that uh, Bowden Barrett went for the drop goal. He knew he had a penalty uh, kick to go for posts if um, he missed. So it was a shot to nothing. So, that, so one, I don't think. Um, so, yes, yeah, one that, uh, I'll be honest, um, would he have taken otherwise? Um, I'm not, uh, don't know about um, that one. Stephen Perifetta, um uh, kicking uh, the uh, penalties and um, conversions, interestingly enough. Where does that put Bowden Barrett as far as the uh, number 10 jersey for the All Blacks? Not so sure um, about um, that one. But um, look, the Blues had all the play. Um, they should never have let it get down to that. Um, and I think they'll be upset with themselves that uh, they couldn't get the win here, having had, playing all the rugby in all the right part of the pitch. 
uh, massive defensive effort from the uh, Brumbies. Over 200 tackles made, twice as many um, as um, the uh, Blues um, in this game. And I probably we should do a bit of a hat tip um, to some of the um, Brumbies players who put who put in um, all of those tackles because, boy, oh, boy, uh, there were um, a lot. Um, Alatoa um, with um, 19 and uh, Hooper um, with 19 topped um, the a number of tackles there. In the backs, um, Simone 15, Lonicio at 10 with 13 at tackles uh, and Ixtau with 12. So, yeah, stacks of um, hard work put in on defence by the Brumbies um, in this one. Um, so the Blues really shouldn't have allowed, shouldn't have uh, left it um, so close. Finally, um, we had the um, Highlanders um, versus the um, Waratahs, a game um, that uh, really was um, uh, decided by a, 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 um, a tip tackle in this one because it was close up in that point, seven all, um, and uh, then Sam Gilbert tip tackled um, Hooper uh, and uh, got himself quite rightly red carded. Um, the, um, uh, the the Waratahs used the extra, found this space where the extra man was very well um, and uh, scored two tries to pull out to 7-19 um, at half time. And uh, whilst um, the uh, first scores in the second half were by the Highlanders pulling it back to 15-19, um, um, that was as close as they were going to get as uh, the, um, uh, the uh, sorry, the um, uh, Waratahs had a yellow card or a man down at that point. Royals then came back and uh, played played um, look sensible rugby, knocking over penalties. Um, a couple by Edmund. Yes, he missed one, um, but then a scored a try and a conversion to um, to seal things off at uh, fifteen thirty. But yes, keep that scoreboard ticking over, keep the scoreboard pressure on the Highlanders, um, and that was enough to um, see them home. A late try uh, by uh, Coombs Fabling um, meant uh, that it got to, that it was. 20 to 32 in the end. Must admit, I had the Highlanders down for this one, um, but uh, the Waratahs um, have really come a very, very long way uh, this season and are the most improved team by a um, by a long shot. One of the comments, um, or one of the things last year was um, about um, the uh, the number of games um, that uh, the Australian teams um, didn't win um, against uh, uh, the New Zealand teams. Here are the results from um, the um, the uh, Super Round in Melbourne onwards. The Brumbies are three and two, three wins um, and uh, two losses. And their final game comes up against Moana Pacifica this coming Saturday. I will be at that game at uh, Mount Smart Stadium um, as well. Uh, so you'd expect the Brumbies to have four wins um, and two losses since then. So a very good record for them. The Jura Rebels and Reds, to be fair to them, all their um, one win and four losses, all their wins have come against Moana Pacifica. So again, they have lost all of their games against New Zealand opposition um, with um, the Rebels uh, having the Highlanders, obviously the lowest team in New Zealand. Um, they have, in some ways you say, the uh, best chance there. The Waratahs, three and two. Um, I say, fantastic record uh, from for, for, for them. Um, their final game, of the regular season is up against the Blues. Now, uh, it'll be interesting to see who the Blues send over for that game. Um, they currently have a uh, six-point lead 
at the top of the table ahead of the Crusaders, um, which um, uh, means that they will finish top of the table. They will have a home quarterfinal, a home semi-final, and a home final if they get there. Currently, so that means basically they're going to be playing the Highlanders um, if, uh, well, unless miracles happen and the Western Force climb up into that spot. Um, but um, uh, the uh, so the Blues don't need to send a full strength side over um, to Sydney for that game. It'll be interesting to see what kind of selection they do go for. Do they rest players or do they want to continue the momentum um, that they've built uh, with that uh, winning streak that they have? Um, we'll have to wait and see uh, on that one. Western Force, four losses so far um, with um, uh, with their game on Tuesday night against Moana Pacifica um, before heading home um, to host the Hurricanes. Look, two wins um, and suddenly they're in the playoff picture maybe. But uh, look, four losses on the bounce does not look good for them. Um, and let's uh, be honest, will they be the only team to be donutted from the since uh, the Super Round uh, over in Australia? Um, or will they donut the Moana Pacific? We'll have to find out on Tuesday night. I don't I really don't give the Western Force much for much of a hope um, up against the Hurricanes. But then again, um, if we have a look at um, that table, and sorry, I've not put it up on screen. But I'll say the Brumbies, uh, so the Blues have got that six point in the early Crusaders. They will finish top or whatever. Um, the, um, the Crusaders then on 48 points and the Brumbies on 44 points. So the Brumbies can finish second um, if they get a bonus point win and the uh, Crusaders lose and don't um, pick up a losing bonus point. Um, but uh, so, um, and then the Chiefs on 41 points, only three points ahead of the Hurricanes. Um, and they're heading up to... Uh, Play the Fijian Drua um, in um, Fiji, uh, which we know will be um, a, a cracker um, one um, up there. Um, so, look, all the green, the Crusaders, Brumbies, Chiefs, um, Hurricanes, the Waratahs, only one point behind the Hurricanes, um, and then the, uh, and the Reds, only uh, two points behind the Waratahs. All of those teams have got something to play for from two down to six. No, sorry, two down to seven there. Um, uh, coming into uh, this uh, this final round because the Brumbies overtake the Crusaders, that means they get themselves into home semi-final territory. Um, whereas uh, if the Crusaders hold on to their second place, that obviously gives them that home semi-final, which could be all important. So, um, uh, lots of uh, important games um, coming up this weekend. I say only the uh, Blues there um, and the Highlanders. Well, look, they need to get that win. Oh, well, they'll know if they need to get the win against the Rebels or not, um, because uh, depending on what um, happens to the force over the next two games, um, they're with, um, with that one. So that's uh, what our final round is looking like. Keep an eye out over on um, patreon.com forward slash enter sport radio, where I will post my predictions for uh, the uh, final set of games. Um and folks, I think that uh, is pretty much um, it uh, for this evening. Uh, hope you are all um, staying safe um, and well. Uh, I was at Mount Smart Stadium at the weekend, but that wasn't for rugby. Um, that was uh, uh, for other reasons, which you can catch, uh, which you can see on, our, on my socials. Um, but um, uh, yeah, stay safe, everyone. Uh, enjoy the rugby. And I'll be back here next Monday at 8 p.m. with the Driving Ball Show. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.